Thank you for joining my podcast. My name is Frank. This is the Jesus Den and Tap Show. I want to thank you for joining my podcast today. I hope you're having a blessed day. Uh, I know I'm having a blessed day here at this beautiful day here in Texas. Amen. So God bless you. If you haven't yet, uh, can you please subscribe uh, to my channel, to my podcast? Uh, like I said, I want to thank you for joining. First of all, <clears throat> I want to give God all the honor and all the glory, amen, for, for today's show. Uh, you know, the, the Word of God says uh, to come to His courts with thanksgiving and praise, amen. But I want to come boldly here today, and I uh, want to come with thanksgiving and praise, amen, because He is the King of kings and the Lord of lords, amen, Jesus Christ of Nazareth. said, so I want to thank you for joining again. Um, I don't know about you, but I'm blessed, amen. I've had a blessed week so far. You know, I was a little bit under the weather last week, but you know what? I'm uh, feeling great today, amen. But, you know, I just wanted to, to share this word with you today, uh, this message. Uh, can I talk to you today? I mean, can can I just, you know, just genuinely just talk to you? I mean, I've always talked to you generally, but, you know, just... Uh, be myself and just be lax today and you know it's just quite a few things I want to talk to you about but you know <clears throat> I was just kind of reminiscing on the on the days you know uh, reminiscing when I was young uh, thinking about uh, you know the very first preachings that I've heard um, you know back then I think I was around 16 17 years old and uh I used to live in this little city called Sunland Park, New Mexico. It's kind of close to El Paso, Texas. So, you know, it's it's right at the border. Uh, but this little little town, man, I, I used to stay at my grandma's house with my uncles and my aunts. And, you know, just a very big family. Um, you know, we used to stay in this trailer. And my grandpa used to own this uh, welding shop over there. Uh, you know, had a lot of childhood memories over there, you know, grew up over there. Um, but at the same time, like I said, uh, growing up, uh, I was, uh, I heard my very first preaching at, like I said, when I was 16 or 17 years old. And who would have thought it was just right next door, man. Uh, you know, right next to our welding shop, uh, there is a, an auto parts, you know, they, they sell parts and stuff for for cars and accessories or whatever but behind it there's a, a land uh there there was this small building and uh and it was a church man it, it was a christian church you know come to think about it you know it, it was it was kind of hidden but uh, i used to hear people glorifying god man i used to hear People praising God. I used to hear preachings right next door, man. Because I, you know, like I said, I, growing up, I was like, well, well, what is all that racket and all this, and, you know? And my grandma started going, and you know, she she, she liked it, you know. And one day, uh, she invited me, you know, and, and I think she was with the pastor at one time, and you know, they went over to 
where we were at and uh, our land, our property, and and they were inviting us. I think some of us were hiding because we we didn't want to go. And um, but you know, I ended up going. Uh, I don't know why, but I was always intrigued, man. I was always, you know, well, what's up with the music and and everything, you know? Uh, I didn't grow up in a church, like you know, growing up or whatever. Like some of y'all did, but, you know, my life was a little bit different. You know, um, we grew up, you know, with, uh, I remember my, my dad and my mom always fighting. And at, they're at that place where, where they're in Southern Park. And quite a few times my mom used to, you know, my dad used to beat the crap out of my mom. And uh, a few times I would have to run over and call the cops and you know, because I think the the police station was just around the corner. So, um, you know, not not very good childhood memories, but um, you know, it, it was just part part of life, I guess. Um, and then I grew up uh, with all my uncles, you know, living there and always fighting almost every weekend. And if they would not be fighting, they would be fighting with my dad. Uh, I remember. I'll, I think I was maybe about 11, 12 years old. My uncles jumped my my dad. And like so me being that age, I got out. And I was trying to, because uh, they were on top of my dad, and I was trying to, you know, you know, defend him. I was, I guess it was just, uh, you know, instincts or whatever. But, you know, that was my dad, man. Seeing them on the floor getting jumped by my uncles, you know. You know, it's something that, no childhood kid should be, you know, be watching or, you know, it's, you know, it, it, and then grew up, you know, my uncle selling drugs and this and that, but, you know, it's it, it just part of, I guess, life sometimes, some of us have, you know, some of us go through different types of things in life, but, you know, if, if you grew up in a Christian church, um, you know, it, it might not always be, you know, always, you know, uh, like, um, I'm pretty sure you got attacked more because, you know, if your dad was a minister or, you know, pastor or whatever, um, you know, it's always hard, but, you know, I thank God, my kids, man, my kids that they, they, um, are growing up, but, you know, they're, they're growing up in the things of God because, I guess sometimes we, you know, with this experience that I went through as a child, you know, I can kind of, you know, relate to and train my kids, you know. Of course, you know, they, they, they eventually, uh, they, they're probably going to have to face reality and face all these challenges in life, but I want to be there for them, you know, I always tell my kids I love them because, you know, we, we didn't have that love growing up. Um, anyways, but this little church, man, this little church, I, I went over there. I went to the, <laughs> and uh, I think that, that day, that night, uh, there was a prophet uh, preaching, you know, I remember. And I think uh, that night he had called me over, he prayed for me. And and he even mentioned something about my brother, you know, because my brother he 
he was in a coma. You know, me and him, where we were in a wrestling, we had gone to a wrestling trip back in uh, when I was 12 and he was 13 in uh, Santa Fe, New Mexico, and he drowned. You know, um, uh, and he and he was in a coma for a really long time. But this man, this prophet, right? He he kind of he. Uh, I don't know where he he said if if I had a sick brother and this and that you know and um and yeah I told him yeah you know but then he started talking all this stuff about you know me praying and how I'm, I'm gonna heal people and uh, but you know I just brushed it off I guess back back then because like I said it was my first time really hearing an actual preaching uh but the thing is is that. What really caught my attention is that he was preaching out of the book of Revelation. You know, and it freaked me up. I got so scared. I got scared, y'all. Be my first time, especially, uh, you know, reading from the the book of of uh, Revelation. If y'all have read the book of Revelation, if y'all want to know the future, read the book of Revelation. <laughs> but anyways... And that's what I want to talk to you about today. You know, I want to talk to you about, uh, uh, that back, back in those days, they would talk a lot about the end times, the last days, you know? Uh, and it seems now that the, the days we live in, these days and seasons and time we live in, it's like, you hardly hear it, man. You hardly hear uh, preachers out there want to want to preach out of these passages, you know. Because most of them are afraid, man. They're afraid to be labeled a gloom doom preacher, uh, to be labeled uh, a fear monger, you know. And and it's just crazy, you know. It, it it's crazy because back then, you know, they you heard the preachers talk about it, you know. And a lot, a lot of those good preachers, they're they're dying off. Um, but you know, in the days that we live in, man, you know, God is looking for. I believe it in my heart of hearts. God is looking for, um, for for strong. With with uh, with the backbone made out of steel, preachers that will preach the truth. Amen. That uh, they're not afraid to talk about anything. You know, they're not afraid to talk about uh, uh, the end times. They're not afraid to 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 preach to to a certain crowd to cater to a certain crowd or to accommodate to a certain crowd. Because that's the, the times we live in, man. You know, I know my church, my last preaching, uh, I was preaching about the book, uh, in the book of Amos 8 and 11. Uh, and it says, Behold, the days come, says the Lord, that I will send a famine in the land. But he says, Not a famine of bread, nor of thirst, nor of water, but of hearing the word of the Lord. 
and they shall wander from sea to sea, and from the north even to the east. They shall run to and fro uh, to see the word of the Lord, and shall not find it, and shall not find it. That's Amos 8.11. And I believe in my heart of hearts that... um, these preachers now that just because in the name of homosexuality or, or this gay agenda, not to offend anybody, they've fallen away from sound doctrine. They don't want to preach the truth because they're afraid of, of, of offending somebody. So they, that's, a, that's why I'm saying they're just trying to cater to a certain crowd. And that's what the Lord is saying here. That, that the Lord the word of the Lord they shall not find. Because as most of these preachers are gonna fall away from sound doctrine and not preach the truth. And there's gonna come a time where you're rarely gonna find a good church that's built upon a rock that God has ordained that God has ordained his ministers that God has ordained his people we're living in those times man and it seems that these teachers some of these teachers that the Bible talks about, these false teachers, they 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 want to follow their own blueprint instead of following uh, the blueprints of God. You know that's why God says that there's going to be a famine in the land, not a famine. Of bread or thirst, but of bread, of, but of famine, of the word of God. You know, but it, let me tell you something. You know, if if uh, what's going to happen in that day, that day, that snatching away the rapture, what's going to happen? What's going to happen when uh, these people uh, get left behind at the church? Oh, well, they they just preached about, you know, prosperity. And they preached about, you know, about feeling good. And they never told me nothing about uh, the end times. Nobody told me nothing about, uh, you know, about sin and repentance. Because, like I said, there's a lot of preachers out there that don't want to preach this. Let me enlighten you a little bit. Ezekiel 33.6 says, But if the watchman sees the sword coming and does not blow the trumpet to warn the people, and the sword comes and takes someone's life, that person's life 
will be taken because of their sin. But I will hold the watchmen accountable for their blood. I think this is the new NIV. Uh, I think if if you look at your uh, King's James, it might say something a little bit different. But, uh, you know, some of the stuff, if you're holding some stuff, it's secret. You know, and you're not uh, sharing it. Or, you know, you have this knowledge and you're not informing or you're not sounding the alarm bells. Uh, you know, it, the blood will be required of the watchman's hands. You know, we, we need to be sounding those alarms. We need to be informing people of the impending danger that's coming. No, but instead, we're over there preaching about prosperity, which, you know, it, it, I guess it's it's not... You know, I'm not saying it's bad, but you know, it it it, it kind of it takes away, you know, what 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 uh, God wants in His kingdom, Amen. Um, but like I said, you know, it 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 doesn't bother me if people call me gloom doom a gloom doom preacher. Or whatever, a fear monger. You know what? I'm just gonna follow through, man. Whether if I'm a watchman, if if I'm a a messenger for God, if I'm a minister, or what have you, the truth must be preached. You know, and. Uh, the word of God says that a snare will come upon the whole earth. Will come upon the whole earth. And uh, and for some of y'all that know that, uh, uh, or the, if you don't know what a snare is, it's a, a trap for catching birds. Sorry about my alarm. Uh, but yeah, it's a, it's a trap for catching birds. And... I believe in my heart of hearts. That's what's happening, man. They're surrounding us. They're especially the you know God's people. We're being isolated, silenced, and eventually will be uh, persecuted. Um, you know, uh, I know if if you've. Uh, uh, listen to my other segments. Uh, I've spoke about how, you know, they they keep uh, attacking you. They keep uh, attacking your consciousness. You know, they they they're under a spiritual spiritual warfare. There's some deep seeding going on, where they're trying to reprogram you. They're trying to rewire you for this one world government, this one world religion that the book of Revelation talks about. So they're, they're trying to distract you with politics. They're trying to distract you with your phones. They're trying to distract you with, with anything. By the time you know it, you're going to be left behind. And you will have the mark of the beast. By the time you know it, 
you're going to have it. That's how they're creeping up on you. You know, that's what happens when, when, uh, when you're under a heavy spell. Where you, where you're, when you're being bewitched. When you're being indoctrinated to believe a lie. Most of us, what are, what are, what are they going to do? Most of these people are just going to shrug it off like, oh, you know what? That ain't true. That ain't true. Oh, no. Because their conscience is going to be seared like a hot iron. That you no longer will believe that truth. You know, if you haven't heard my other podcast, my other segment about the days of Noah, man, I implore you to listen to that. It's amazing. It's amazing how the devil's attacking this society and is taking the thoughts of God out of their mind. It's whole, and it's, uh, and it's and it's holding this this generation captive because Satan knows that he has not but a short hour. You know, things are getting real, y'all. The hearts and minds of this society is ready. It's ready for the Antichrist because. Good will be called evil, and evil will be called good. We're living in those days. Oh, yes. So it'll be easier for these people to be manipulated because they've already been indoctrinated. You think they'll mind having a chip implanted? You think they'll mind having uh, some sort of... uh, Mark, in the name of convenience. I mean, they, they, these generation. I mean, they will give up their privacy and their rights in the name of convenience. You know. You know, God didn't tell us when he. Jesus didn't tell us when he's going to return, but he sure gave us a good indication uh, of the seasons and the signs. For we are not children of darkness, for this day shall not overtake you like a thief in the night. It's time to wake up. You're under a spell. For the hour is at hand. And we shouldn't be ignorant of the devil's devices. We shouldn't be ignorant to what the devil is doing to this society. Just like the days of old. The days of Noah. It's mind-boggling. Mind-boggling to see in those days they were eating, they were drinking. 
they were marrying, they were giving into marriage. So in other words, God was saying they were just living their normal lives. And the flood came and took all of them away. Just like how we're living our lives right now, right? We're living our lives, normal lives. You know, we're, we'll go to work, we, we go to church, or, you know, you, you go to party, you know, or whatever, whatever the case may be. You know, that's, that's, how, that's how God is putting it, you know? And I can imagine Noah preaching, working on this boat and preaching to, begging these people to get in the boat, letting them know of the impending danger that was coming. And now I'm pretty sure they were mocking. I'm pretty sure there were mockers and scoffers. You know what? People are probably going to look at you, think that you're crazy because of what you're saying. So they call you a gloom doom preacher or whatever they want to call you. But you know what? This is the word of God. This is the word of God, y'all. And the Apostle Paul gave us a dire warning about uh, how dangerous it, it was to be ignorant of the devil's devices and the strategy, the strategies. And the methods for leading us astray. The devil is attacking the image of God. He's attacking the image of, of the families. He's destroying the image of God. With this, the abomination. With the homosexual... Uh, the homosexuality agenda. You know, and he's trying to separate the families. You know, he he's trying to uh, uh, sit in confusion, distort, and, um, you know, just trying to break up the families. He's trying to confuse our kids. When the Obama regime was was, they whenever they they were uh, when he was here, right? The president he gave a a, a directive. What he made it, uh, he said it was okay for a man to go to a men, women's restroom and a woman to go to a man's restroom. Guess what? They're confusing our kids. They're confusing our kids. Whether, you know, oh, am I a boy or am I a girl? You know, you know what I'm trying to say. They're trying to confuse our kids. I said we, we shouldn't be ignorant to, to his devices. You know, he, he is the, he, 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 he's got the same old devices. It's just that he's getting bolder bolder and bolder every month every year that passes by you know um, but like I said uh, it, 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 it just 
it, it, it's crazy how, uh, you know, that, like I said, in, in these days that we're living, that we we don't hear anybody about the about the last days. Uh, preachers talking about the last days. I mean, there there's some some good ones out there, that, but not a lot of you know, not not most of them, you know. And uh, that's what I wanted to talk to you about today, you know, uh, how. Uh, the Apostle Paul said that, you know, where a lot of them, a lot of, there's a lot of false teachers out there. And, uh, you know, let, let, let me tell you all something. I met this guy at work, you know, he, Mr. Theologian, uh, he, he said that he was trying to get his degree in, in, you know, for, 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 for church or whatever. And, you know, he, he was trying to, I guess, build a, a church. He said he had a dream and a vision that, you know, him and his wife were in the front of a church, you know. You know, and, and I was having a, convert, a decent conversation with them, you know. And we were just talking about, you know, the fallen way of, of the, the church and, you know, stuff like that. And and this guy had the audacity to say, to tell me, um, you know, what he told me, you know what, the reason why the, the church... Uh, or the following way is happening is because the church uh, <laughs> doesn't change. Uh, you know, the church doesn't change uh, because the people are not changing, you know. In other words, he, he was trying to say that the church needs to change because uh, uh, because the people are, are changing, you know, at the diversity that's coming in. And I looked at this guy, man, and I'm all, oh, you, I'm circumcised Gentile. <laughs> no, but, you know, it, it, it kind of, I was like, oh, really? And, and I told him, you know what? I'm going to tell you something. The Word of God says that His Word is sealed in heaven. I told him, my God is not a God of confusion. My God is not bipolar like men. You know? And and he just looked at me and then I'll talk about, yeah, I mean, just because man changed doesn't mean that God changes. My God is the same yesterday, today, and forevermore. Amen. My God doesn't change. Man changed, but God will never change. Amen. And uh you know, in other words, he was trying to say that we're supposed to cater to, to a certain crowd. You know, that we're supposed to accommodate the sinners. It's disgusting. That's why I don't understand some of these churches that they have gay Christians. But don't preach repentance or sin. Because they're not trying to offend anybody. And they have them up in the altar, which is an abomination to God. You know, and there's a lot of Christian artists out there coming out of the closet. I mean, not personally that, but right, but... There's a lot of them that are endorsing the, the gay agenda. Little by little, they're coming out. 
Somebody say, falling away of the church? Come on. The apostasy? Oh, yes. We're so close, guys. We're so close to the end. We're so close. But God is a God of mercy. You know, they, I believe in my heart of hearts that God made the days and the seasons so we can repent. So we can give everybody a chance. You know? So if you haven't given God a chance, if you haven't given the Lord Jesus Christ a chance, give Him a chance. You know, today is a day of salvation. You know, you as long as you have breath and you have life, and you can give your life to God. You know? So I implore you just to give Him a try. Amen? So that's all I have for you today, man. I want to thank you for, again for joining this podcast. Keep subscribing to my show. Amen. God bless you. And I uh, hope you're on my next one. Amen. God bless.